Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. latest oops moment on a Zoom meeting comes to us from the country of Mexico. Yes, it was an official meeting of the Mexican government. Lawmakers or some lawmakers had gathered together online with folks from the Bank of Mexico to discuss financial matters and the current economic situation with the coronavirus. The person involved later said that without realizing that the camera on her laptop was on even when she wasn't talking... She decided to change clothes, stripping topless in front of everyone who was watching. She later said that the mistake came from her lack of mastery of technology and that she was not ashamed of her body and that everyone seeing her 66-year-old boobies wouldn't keep her from being an effective Mexican senator. <laughs> Why would you even want to change your clothes when you're in a meeting anyway, Cliff? I don't, I I don't think, know. <laughs> I think people kind of know what they're doing there. I really do. I, you think so? Well, you think she did it? On, you think she did it? On, she's an exhibitionist, is what you're saying? Well, I don't know that to be true, <laughs> but I mean, you know, anytime you're in a meeting and there's, you know, your laptop or something has a camera on it, it just doesn't automatically shut off because you think it is. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on there. Okay. You know, not everyone is adept at technology as you and myself are, and you have learned over the past decade and a half to the point where you're pretty competent. But have you seen Paul Vuitton handle a mouse? Oh, yeah. Forget everything I said. You're right. You're exactly right. In a nutshell, if 2020 was a chocolate bar, yep. it would be the chocolate bar that melted in your pocket and not in your mouth. <laughs> or it would be that one that I nearly died trying to eat that one morning. The Zagnut. Yeah. I could use a Zagnut right now. Those things are know. good, Cliff. Yeah. It tasted good once you got past the death part, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Once I, you know, once I could once again breathe, <laughs> it did. Got a lot better then, didn't it? It got a lot better. It's kind of like their motto. Once you get past the not breathing part, this candy's really good. Yeah. Yeah. There's something else. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. There is. There's something else. Is it something I would use every day? <laughs> Well, maybe not every day, but probably a few times a month. So it's not deodorant. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you actually do use deodorant every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that, right? No, it's not deodorant. Okay. All right. <laughs> We'd first, it was toilet paper. Most famously, it was toilet paper. And then it was food that began to disappear from grocery store shelves. Then, no one in the medical field could buy masks or gloves because of the pandemic. And now, if you talk to someone who sells either appliances or furniture, you'll hear that there's huge shortages of new product to sell because all the plants were shut down. And, most recently, as reported in the news yesterday, there's a list of drugs also in short supply. But there is one other thing that no one can get that might surprise you. And it turned up in an election for school board members in an upstate New York community. Turns out officials running the election wanted to mail a ballot to every voter in the community, but have been unable to do so because there's a shortage of envelopes. 
one has to wonder if the shortage of envelopes is related to the shortage of toilet paper. And then you have to wonder what people are using the envelopes for. And so let's just say that envelopes can cause one heck of a paper cut. <laughs> oh, there's nothing first class about that story. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> Oh, my, my, my. You know Cliff Ingram very, very well. Very well. What's that? What happened? Check out the text message that just rolled in about one and a half minutes ago, Cliff, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I will have to say that's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Things said today on this program. Yep. Number two has already been mentioned. <laughs> Determined, yes. Before We've 715. Already... <laughs> we determined what number two is. <laughs> According to that listener in his text message, Cliff, yes, number two's already in. Well, Cliff, I don't know about you, but I think it's true about most people that uh, their yeah. favorite place to eat, Yeah. that when they go past that place, mm -hmm. they get this... Uh, well, this feeling just a little bit better about themselves and what's going on that day. Maybe it's they remember good times they've had there, or maybe it's that special meal that okay. they always get when they go to that place. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Are you like that? No. I, I'm, yeah, I kind of would say I am, yeah. I mean, we, we, um, we are known to eat at an Italian place um, on Green River Road in Evansville, uh, Franco's. And so going by there, even if we don't stop to eat, is because we've been there so many times. Franco knows us on site, and we he gave us a bottle of wine at Christmas and that kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, we're, we're regulars, and he knows that we're regulars. And so, yeah, you get a good feeling when you go by there. It does. Now, when I yeah. go past my favorite eating establishment, Cliff, yeah. my arteries groan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, you kind of went over this a little bit after the 7 o'clock news, but I yeah. made a real quick rundown of some of the things that 2020 has been known for so far. Yeah. Of course, leading the top of the list is the virus mess we're all in. <laughs> Toilet paper shortage. We have um, wipes that are shortage. Can't yes. hardly get any of those anywhere. Yeah. Lysol shortage. Good luck trying to find a can of that stuff anywhere. Mm -hmm. You mentioned medicine. There's murder hornets. And this morning I read, Cliff, that yeah. poison toads have now invaded the state of Florida <laughs> because of heavy rains. Poison toads. Poison toads. Now, they're not poisonous to humans, but any kind of pet that you have, if they lick them, they're going to be dead, which is not a good motto to have. <laughs> if you lick them, they're so, going to be dead. So, so let's say if you have a dog and your dog licks it, he's going to die. He's going to die. Okay. Now, I hope, Cliff, I hope that these things are gone by the 14th of this month because... That's when the plague of locusts are scheduled to appear in Florida, and I don't want to have an overlap there. Well, you know, this all could uh, come to an end on June the 6th. <laughs> anyway, in two days. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because NASA's tracking an asteroid that's heading this way. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That's right. That's right. This one is um, a big as a football stadium. And they say it's only going to get as close as 3 million miles to Earth. But, you know, calculations could be incorrect. Now, couldn't they? Well, I got to ask, Cliff. You're a lot better yeah. at math than I am, or yeah. a lot smarter than I am. I shouldn't have said well, math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
what chapter of Revelations are we on right now? I need to update my scorecard. I've gotten lost somewhere in here. The month of June is potty training month, and fingers crossed that this yeah. is the year that Paul Viton finally passes that test, Cliff. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. I really am, Cliff. Uh. <laughs> You're rooting for him, too, aren't you? Well... Seeing as how I'm in the sweatpants lounge, I really don't care where he goes. <laughs> oh, well, literally. Well, Cliff, well, Cliff, you mentioned all the coronavirus things. It's uh, yeah. interesting that that would come up, and along with this text message that we received this morning, asking the question, when do you, I guess referring to you and I, yeah. when do you feel like that things will be back to normal like they used to be? What thing has to happen? I, I don't have the answer to that. I think for me, Cliff, yeah. it's got to be the face mask thing. What about it? The only place I want to see that when things are normal is in a hospital yeah. slapped on a doctor or a nurse's face. And that's it. When I see it out in public now, I realize how unnormal things are. And if we get to that point <laughs> to where face masks are history out in public... Yeah. That'll make me feel a whole lot better inside. Well, I I think different cultures have clearly different feelings about a face mask. And it comes from the realization that a face mask really doesn't, if I put on a face mask, it doesn't really do anything to protect me. Very little. But it protects you from whatever it is that I might possibly be carrying. And so in some cultures... That's an accepted behavior. If you don't feel well, but you have to go out, you put on a mask. And I, for one, would be en encouraging people to continue to do that trend if they don't feel well and they have to go out. I mean, you all, you have been in a checkout line and you've heard somebody hack and cough behind you. And even before all of this started, you've hunkered down like, oh, my God, I'm going to get it. Have you not? I have. Okay, but... so a, a mask might, if that person had a mask on, it, it might... Let you have less of that feeling. But when I, you know, your example there, when that happened in the past, I yeah. thought I might get it. Yeah. But I didn't fear that I would be on a ventilator with it. <laughs> is what my, well, I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> I didn't have that fear there. It's just like, I'm going to get sick for two or three days. Yeah. I'm going to feel horrible at work. I'm going to infect everyone else at work. Pretty well, it's going to happen. <laughs> that that's my thing about the face mask Cliff. if i yeah. uh, feel like you know we can get rid of that i'll feel a whole yeah. lot better but everybody's got their own thing on what they feel safe with we'd be living a time now and perhaps with good reason where what you say when you're not working has a definite effect on your ability to actually be at work and by that i mean specifically if you post something on social media that your boss reads and finds offensive you can and will be terminated because the guarantee of free speech in the Constitution only means that the government cannot restrict it. Common misperception, because at work or in private, you are in fact left with the consequences of your speech, which sometimes just means people are saying that no one wants to hear your opinion. And this was the case with Brenda Salas, who used to play in the brass section of the Austin, Texas Symphony Orchestra and Opera because she took to social media to proclaim in the wake of the sometimes violent protests around the country that black people deserve what they get. 
And when those Facebook posts were reported to orchestra officials, they quickly told Salas to get her brass out of there. And because the woman played trombone, she was later quoted as saying, wah, wah, wah. Get the brass out of here. Seriously, Cliff. Yeah. yeah. I knew yep. when you emphasized the brass section that something was something was up there, Cliff. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cliff, I saw this this morning and I thought this is an absolutely fantastic idea. What is it? Because even though, you know, even if there wasn't this pandemic going around and everybody's worried about face-to-face contact, I'd still love this. What is There's it? There's a butcher in New York yeah. that's using a refrigerated vending machine to sell his cuts of meat. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Vendomedic or whatever they call the thing. <laughs> Vendomedic. But he says it's so popular yeah. that multiple times a day, he has to restock this thing, and he can keep it open, and he does, 24 yeah. hours a day, so you can come in at your leisure, <laughs> pick out your selection of meat, you know, like D6, and boom, there comes a pork boom. chop. You're, yeah. That's pretty incredible. I think that's a great idea. You know, I got to there was a, uh, the first time you saw one of those robotic um, vending machines that, you know, distributed ice cream had different kinds of ice cream in it i think it was the first one that i saw been a long time ago there was a certain novelty about it but i can't imagine how much fun it would buy or be to get your meat from a vending machine i think that would be yes it would be kind of fun (laughs) you know and don't have it where it takes cash it just takes a credit card or a debit card i mean that's fairly common yes no so I think that's a great idea. And you could put one of those, you know, just say if you was in the meat business. Yeah. You could get you two or three of those. Mm-hmm. Maybe put one outside your place. But you could have one somewhere else where there's a lot of traffic and people be walking around going, oh, yeah, I need a pork oh, yeah. chop. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about a T-bone later. I'm going to put a couple of bucks in this machine and get me a steak. Exactly right. Let's see which one I want. Ooh, E7 looks good, but E8's a contender here. I'm going to tell you. I think it's a great idea. All right, we're looking for a brave listener at 812-386-1250. Do you have what it takes to stand up to the question of the day, Cliff, and Mm -hmm. perhaps be a hero to everyone listening this morning, all 11 folks? That's right. Or... Will you fall, and your failure thus bringing the punishment and the consternation to all of our listeners who have been forced to hear at your hand that song by Julio Iglesias? Hi, who's this? This is Andy from Evansville. Andy from Evansville. How's it going today? Oh, it's fantastic. Excellent. Let's keep it that way. Andy, have you played this game with us before? Uh, Maybe once. Maybe once. Were you successful? Do you remember? Yeah, I was successful. Well, we've got confidence in you today, Andy. I'm going to give you this one uh-huh. statement, and you're going to say if it's true or if I just made it up. Okay, Andy? All right. Now, have you heard the song Crazy by Julio Iglesias? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, let's keep it that way, too. Here yeah, we go. The channel. Yes. No, no, no. It's the punishment. You've got to stay there. That's not allowed. That's not allowed. All right, Andy, here we go. Listen up carefully. The world uses... $800 million worth of shoelaces every year. True. 
Very good. That is true. Congratulations. Wow. You have won nothing this morning, Andy. You're two for two. Awesome. Yeah. You're, You're two for two at winning nothing. How many <laughs> contests have you ever entered, Andy, that you were the winner of nothing? Oh, several. several. Oh, okay. Well, several. We, we wanted to be there first, but that's okay. Andy, you have a good day. Be safe out there, okay? Right, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Andy from Evansville called in with bravery, Cliff. Yeah, and he, he stood was, up to the challenge. He was pretty confident sounding, and I even yeah. had the I had it loaded up and ready to go. I should have <laughs> went down the cow path with him. I had a cow one. You had a cow one. I had a cow one. Cliff. <laughs> yeah. I got an error message here on the computer screen that I'm Uh-oh. looking at, where all of our music and all of our commercials are loaded up. Uh, well, see, those generally aren't going to be good messages. <laughs> and I know. And, see, uh, and we were talking about this earlier today in the day about the the computer knowledge how it varies from person to person yes you know because i am the it guy at the radio station because of a career that i had previously with a major computer manufacturer and i worked in product development and i did a lot of help desk stuff and so i'm i would consider myself to be fairly knowledgeable on computers and those who have expressed a desire to learn more i.e you i have tried to show you things whenever possible but there are others in the building who have different you know skills and whatnot that's under that's understandable that people have different skills but it's important for me to remember that i need to whenever it's um something like this happens that i communicate effectively with the person who's having the problem and so we're going to have to get together offline and work on this error and i'm and then we'll figure out where, whatever it is that we need to do. So I just need to message you what it says? Yeah, just message me what it says, and I'll be able to tell you what to do. Much like something that happened yesterday. <laughs> just kind of like what we're having today. And so I could, you know, because they took a picture of it with their phone and sent it to me, then I could immediately go, yep, okay. And I knew exactly what to do. Unfortunately, on my phone, my fingers couldn't tell them what to do because all they had to do was to click the X. And I told them to lick the x <laughs> i said try licking it oh wait no try clicking it <laughs> and then the response came back licking it didn't work but clicking did thank you <laughs> well i'm glad you didn't do that to me because i'd have had my tongue on this screen over here i know you would. <laughs> and it would have been a ugly ugly sight mm-hmm. i thought i did everything right cliff and uh, i followed your instructions on how to get this message <laughs> off of our computer screen i thought to the t yeah. The message left, yeah, and everything looks good except our internet has like went down to such a slow speed. I'm thinking we should switch over to internet by mail because <laughs> this thing is. I think I've done yeah. something wrong here. Uh oh. Or is it maybe on the other end? Maybe it wasn't me. Well, I mean, it's the internet can only be as fast as the slowest component. And so if everything is fine on your end, it might very well be on the other end. How will I know that? Well, <laughs> there's going to be a clog in there somewhere. We just got to find it. <laughs> I don't have to lick anything, do I? I'm not no, doing that now. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we could get Matt Hawking from Mount Carmel on a clog issue. <laughs> yeah, he's been working with clogs, and thankfully and luckily for us, he has sent us a picture of his clog problem. Yeah, because um, I don't know if... How many people know Matt Hawking? How many people don't want to know Matt Hawking? <laughs> I was thinking that myself, yes. But but on social media, Matt has uh, ex- posted several comments and pictures about 
a, a variety of sewage issues he's had at his house. And he's just sent us a picture of probably, that looks like an 8-inch pipe, would you say? I would say so, 8, 10-inch pipe. Yeah, it's it's got a 7-inch turd in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. This one's kind of strange, Cliff. Okay. First of all, I did not realize until I did a little research, there are approximately 4,700 species of frogs in the world. Wow. And only one frog out of all of those makes a ribbit sound. (laughs) Okay. And the reason we uh, use the ribbit sound for a frog is because the only frog that ribbits is native to California. And it's the one sound that the engineers used when they recorded the frog sound for all of their movies years ago. That's right, because used to be, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it's done digitally now, but whenever they needed sound effects, they would take a tape machine and a microphone and go out into the field and record stuff. And that's what they made sound effects out of in the movies. And that's why we associate it with Ribbit to this day. Huh. What do you know? Yeah. And all of that? What? By the way, the thing that you played with, it's called a see and say. See and, that's it. A see and say. Yes. I love that thing. You could pull on that thing all day, Cliff. And (laughs) and I mean, it would just keep going. Drop it, throw it, kick it. Right. It had staying power. It did. You could play with it all day. Yes. Be safe, make good choices, and I made it all morning long without mentioning it's National Cheese Day. Cliff, anything you want to say? Really? Yes. What? You, why would you not mention that? Because I know what would be coming from you. <laughs> so what came I, from you this morning, Cliff? Well, <laughs> I mean, that just cuts me to the core. I know it does. <laughs> I've been waiting all morning to say that. <laughs> So you did it on purpose. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit hurt. Okay. Well, Cliff, what was said today? Phrases of a day start with number three. If you lick them, you're going to be dead. Number two. It's got a seven-inch turd in it. It's got to be number two, I'm telling you. Always number two. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Envelopes can cause one heck of a paper cut. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.